This is Stanley bringing you the sound doctrine of the Bible. Under God, I conducted sound doctrine seminars in 1997, 2007, and 2012. The talks of these seminars are now made available to you in segments. They are for your enlightenment and edification. We continue from what we saw in the previous segment. Bible prophecy. Now we are going to distribute to you a chart. Please take that uh, first page. That is... A to Z prophecy fulfilled beginning to Christ. On the left side, left hand side, you have various books of the Bible mentioned. And then there also you see an arrow which is the timeline, approximately the happenings or incidents of what have been reported or the time of writing, they all relate to that particular timeline. Now we will take this route from beginning to the birth of Christ. Now the chart begins with a point of time when death enters human race. And the corresponding scripture text is given in that shade of Genesis 2.17. And then after you move a little while on the road, you have the birth of the Jewish nation. And then immediately there comes the Israel's enslavement in and exodus from Egypt. And after they move out of Egypt in Exodus 20, we see how the Lord gives them the law. It says, Israel receives the law and it enters the promised land. And then we have the constitution of the kingdom of Israel and that is indicated by a throne. And there are so many references, Deuteronomy 17.14, 1 Samuel 13.14, etc. And because of the foolishness and uh, arrogance of the kings after Solomon, and then that became kingdom of Israel and kingdom of Judah. And the kingdom of Israel, it falls in 722 before Christ. The divided kingdom period is from 950 to 722 BC. And the United Kingdom was from 1050 to 950. The wilderness period was 1446 to 1406. And then you find the kingdom of Israel falls. And sometime between the division of the kingdoms and the fall of the kingdom of Israel, we find Elijah in that historic event in Mount Carmel, 1 Kings 18th chapter, he defeats the prophets of Baal. And then we find Judah's worship of God is restored. When you study the Old Testament, you will generally find Judah in spirituality was always better than Israel. Israel went to war down. Judah was often coming closer to God. The worship of God getting restored in Judah was on, around the time when God delivered Jerusalem from Sennacherib. 
then God shattered the people all over the world. That's the exile. And then Judah falls to Babylon. Now there are so many Bible references. They are all, you know, so threatening to read those references. Then God uses prophets and uh, people who were reformers and restorers to call the people back to his land. Not everybody returned. Several people say, no, 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 we are very comfortable in the new country. We don't want to get back to that hot, climatic country in the Palestine. But a remnant of Judah, it returns from exile. A group, it's just a portion, they return to Jerusalem. The return period span is from 536 to 444 BC. And then the temple is restored and the restoration of the temple also is predicted in Jeremiah, Obadiah, Haggai, Zechariah and all those prophets. Immediately after the temple was restored, Greece defeats Medo-Persian Empire. That is history. Then Rome defeats the Greek Empire because Greek Empire was a very highly sophisticated, powerful empire. So Rome defeats Greek Empire in 63 BC. So God made things to happen around the kingdom of Rome and the kingdom of Greece. That was how God was preparing the cradle for the birth of his son Jesus Christ. See, that's the period, that's the time, you know, God was creating political uh, situations in such a way that would just culminate in the birth of Christ in that small town of Bethlehem. So very interestingly, what you are able to find is that God is in control. God is in absolute control. God is in sovereign control. Beloved, everything, whether it is something happening in Rome or something happening in Greece or something happening to Medo-Persian empires, let it be what? There can be so many details. Some of them will be very confusing and conflicting. But ultimately, God ties up all the loose ends to bring forth his ultimate purpose of bringing his son in flesh on the earth. In other words, God's purposes let happen what needs to be. Let come what may. God's purposes can never ever be thwarted. It is not only about nations and people in general. It is about every one of you sitting here. Because God has a definite plan, purpose in the life of every one of his children. Oh, many things may happen, it may be very confusing. But my Bible says, all things work together for good to those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. Beloved, this is the truth that encourages us when we study this Old Testament history of the development of this drama or unfolding of the drama of redemption. This is the direct encouragement we receive from every one of the 39 books of the Old Testament. 
here and there you may have some slight and the faintest shades of victory for the enemy but victory for the enemy i want to tell you is always temporary we are not living for immediate benefit we are living for ultimate blessing what god told in the garden of eden so many things happen ups and downs and confusion what not it is sometimes why it is happening like that but ultimately the child is born and the son is given to us that is why apostle paul told us he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of jesus christ beloved this is what the bible is all about now you turn your pages to the next set of uh, events ye to set prophecy fulfilled from christ to eternity once again we have the books uh, lined up on the left side with a corresponding timeline and it begins with the birth and ministry of christ now that corresponding scripture passages are given there both in the old testament and the new testament then comes the crucifixion and resurrection and ascension of christ and then comes pentecost and descent of the holy spirit and in ad 70 the jerusalem temple is destroyed and the destruction of jerusalem predicted both in book of daniel and in the oliver to discourse of christ in matthew 24 we have them actually happening in the awful state of jerusalem then the jews start returning to their homeland it is still happening lots of passages about the return of jews to their promise i will bring them to my land i will again give them shepherds after my heart they shall no more be two sticks they shall be just one stick and it will not be broken so like the god has given so many covenantal promises about his people all through the bible as these things are happening we are living in that part of time suddenly there will be a rapture so many passages are there about rapture in the new testament but two outstanding passages are first corinthians 15th chapter and first thessalonians 4th chapter immediately after rapture in the <laughs> heavenlies the judgment seat of christ shall be established for uh, judging believers god's people and give them the reward once the church is taken away the restrainer is taken away there begins a tribulation of seven year period and bible scholars and uh, students of prophecy divide according to what is given to us in book of revelation the period of tribulation as a two periods one is for the first three and a half years when it was just a tribulation and next three and a half years more intense the great tribulation 
and there is a reference to armageddon only in one place in the new testament that is revelation 19th chapter it is normally accepted to relate that to the happenings of megiddo in the old testament armageddon megiddo in the old testament and then after rapture and tribulation we have what we call the second coming of christ that is the public revelation of christ then begins the judgment of the nation how they treated the poor people especially the people of israel i was hungry you did not feed me i was thirsty you did not quench my thirst when did we see you lord that you were hungry and we did not respond to your needs what you have done to one of these my brethren what you have not done to one of these least ones you have not done unto me so that refers to both the people of israel and also the very ordinary unimportant people in the society who are not enjoying any big status or prestige following the judgment of nations we have the millennium so many passages both in the old testament and new testament the lord will set up his kingdom to rule the nations in justice and peace then god sets up that great white throne judgment that's not for believers that's for unbelievers that you can read in book of revelation chapter 20 verses 11 to 14th verse finally god burns away with the intense and fervent heat all the old earth and that old heavens then comes new heaven and new earth from god's presence with a capital new jerusalem beloved these two charts i copied from the prophecy study bible <laughs> of one bible teacher by name john hagee you might have come across so many charts like this no two charts are alike there are some slight differences here and there bible scholars have got very divergent opinions on the sequence of this event so no two charts will be exactly alike but this i have found reasonably quite reliable and it is not very shady or it doesn't unnecessarily bring any confusion but i think the author has done a tremendous work in putting them in this chart format we'll continue our study in the next segment god bless you